Hi, everyone, and welcome to McCabe Curl's Trial Bar Podcast. You're listening to episode 22 of our podcast series. Today's podcast looks at one of the most polarizing decisions in Australia's history, the High Court judgment of Pelham the Queen. Whilst this is a highly emotional case for many around the world, today we'll be solely focusing on the reasoning of the High Court and what this case has reinforced about evidence and the legal standard of proof in criminal trials. I'm Lachlan Hullab, here today with my colleague Emma Connolly. Hi, everyone. We hope you enjoy this next episode of Trial by Podcast. So, Emma, what is the background of the decision? The High Court granted special leave to hear Cardinal Pell's appeal to the High Court on the basis that there was a question in the administration of justice. In granting special leave and upholding Pell's appeal, the High Court reinforced the legal standard of beyond reasonable doubt in criminal trials, noting this is a difficult threshold to meet. This is because there cannot be a significant possibility that an innocent person has been convicted on the basis that the evidence did not establish guilt to the requisite standard of proof. Can you tell us about the role of the High Court in the judicial system, Lachlan? In the Australian judicial system, the High Court's role is to be the ultimate decision maker. Its job is to impartially scrutinise decisions made by lower courts to determine whether the law was properly applied. Further, in criminal trials, the prosecution bears the burden of proving every single element of their case beyond reasonable doubt to the jury. For the High Court to grant special leave for an appeal, there are only two questions it will consider. Firstly, whether the case involves a question of legal principle to be dealt with. Secondly, as applied in the Pell case, whether there has been any unfairness in the administration of justice. Let's dive deeper into the decision itself. What did the High Court decide? In this case, the High Court was satisfied that the complainant was a credible and reliable witness and did not need to make an adverse or different finding about the complainant's credibility. The decisive issue came down to whether there was any other evidence that was inconsistent with the complainant's account of the incidents and which was largely unchallenged by the prosecution at trial. The prosecution bear the onus of negating the possibility that the complainant's account of events was not correct beyond reasonable doubt. The High Court determined that the prosecution did not achieve this on the face of other evidence. They were of the view that the testimony of the complainant was capable of being considered truthful and reliable. However, there was other contradictory evidence that was unchallenged by the prosecution and therefore also had to be considered truthful and reliable. The court accepted the submission made on behalf of the accused that the unchallenged evidence of the opportunity witnesses was important. As such, they found that the jury and court of appeal placed too much emphasis on the evidence of the complainant. It was on this basis that the High Court determined that when the evidence was considered together, a reasonable doubt must have arisen as to which was the correct account of events. The High Court unanimously decided that the totality of the evidence ought to have caused a jury, acting reasonably, to have a reasonable doubt in the essential elements of the prosecution's case. This resulted in the quashing of both convictions and entering into acquittals by the High Court. So, Emma, what does this case reinforce regarding legal standards? This case reinforced the importance of meeting the onerous legal standard of beyond reasonable doubt in criminal trials. The judgment of the High Court was consistent with their prior authority for appeals, noting the question from the decision in Chidiac and the Queen, whether there was a significant possibility that an innocent person had been convicted because the evidence did not establish guilt to the requisite standard of proof. This decision serves as an important reminder from the High Court of Australia that where the prosecution's case is wholly dependent on the uncorroborated evidence of a single witness and where there is other potentially credible evidence that could challenge the account of that event, 
the legal standard of proof that must be achieved is beyond reasonable doubt. For many across the world, this was a highly emotional and contentious case. However, from a legal perspective, the High Court was of the view that accused persons should always be entitled to the benefit of reasonable doubt where appropriate. Whilst being a very different topic from our last podcast together, Lachlan, looking at the Pell case from a more legal perspective has been very informative. It definitely has. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode of Trial by Podcast. Please remember to leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud and let us know of any topics you would like us to cover in a future episode by getting in contact with us at www.mccabecurwood.com.au. See you next episode.